You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Cougar Town After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Cougar Town After Show. Hey there, hey there, hey there, Cougar Town people, Cougar Towns people, Cougar Townians, Cougar Town fans, Cougar Tanabians. And just Cougars. And just straight up Cougars you know, listening. Like hot ladies, yeah. older hot ladies. Older hot ladies or even, you know, just big cats, you know, somewhere out too. on the prairie, on on the on the on the veldt somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the Cougar Town We're After Show. To you. Here on uh, AfterBuzz TV, we're talking about uh, we're talking about episode five oh seven. Time to move on. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me, of course, Chelsea Earlywine's here. Hello. Uh, unfortunately, Jenna Couture and Virginia Reyna not here today. Hopefully, no. we will have them back next week. We wish them well. We miss them. Well, they're really missing out because we have wine glasses. Full oh yeah, of wine. Oh for my them god, we poured. We'd already poured out so... wine for them, and now we're just gonna have to drink it all. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the happening. wine we're drinking tonight, we're drinking uh, benefit. Factor Cellars, Shiraz picked it up at the Trader Joe's. It's a 2012. It's uh, it's nice. Got nice black pepper notes, but still pretty easy drinking. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, it's from Australia, and Australia is mm-hmm. like known for their Shiraz. Oh, absolutely. It's a yeah. Shiraz and Syrah are the two big grapes out of there. But, I like it. Uh, we're enjoying it, uh, and I I really enjoyed this week's episode. I thought. For a hot second, I know you did too, that we were finally going to get a Stan visit. I thought Stan was coming into this episode. It didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. Instead, we tiptoed around it. But of course, the big uh, story this week uh, is that Travis, he's four months away from graduation, and Jules finally asked the question that really needed to be asked. You know, he's, uh, he's graduating from art school, and he doesn't really seem to do much with his time other than, uh, Hang out with a bunch of adults and date a woman that's at least eight years older than him. Right. Right. And I'm sure he's going to get sucked into their wine cave. I guess At some so. point. Well, the the fear is that he'll get sucked into the wine cave and never move out. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think that's the fear of, like, every college graduate, especially from something like art school. Yeah. Or broadcasting school. <laughs> um, is like, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. And your parents fear that you're going to live in their basement forever. As exactly. they're about to get you out and have the house to themselves, it's like, nope. Well, And what's funny about staying. this, you know, is like, you're absolutely right, is that Jules is someone who absolutely would love it if Travis came to live with her, but maybe not forever. Right. And, you know, maybe on some level she's realizing it would be kind of creepy if he moved back home and had nothing to do for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I don't think even I could handle that much Trav. No, I couldn't handle that much Trav. I couldn't yeah. handle that much of my parents either. Yeah. If I was Trav. I love my parents, but I like I will do anything before I'd move back home. Oh, absolutely. I will live out of my car. I will mm-hmm. live under a bus stop with some homeless friends. Yes. A shelter, whatever. Yeah. No, it's it's it is an absolute non starter. Because, you know, especially first of all, every time you go home, 
you kind of regress a little bit. Everyone treats you the way that they treated you before you left. You start to become that person again. It's not entirely healthy to stay uh, in a place you used to live for too long. That's a really valid point. Yeah. Did your therapist like tell you that? Of that's, course like, she did. Really She's good. She's fantastic. That's until, a really good analytical Until point she of moved view. to Australia like this wine, <laughs> yes. and now I have no more therapy. <laughs> but between that and then also while you're away, your parents are also growing and becoming different people. And they shouldn't have to regress on your behalf either. That's very true. But then, like, when everyone gets together around the holidays, everyone regresses. And we all kind of go back into those childhood roles. And it's it, it's the worst, man. You know, you don't you don't want to become that person. There's a reason you became someone else. Yeah. Um. So I, I personally, I hope that Trav – and I think I have actually a lot of faith that Trav will be able to uh, stick it out. Do and you? And not have to move back home. Listen. I don't have that much faith in well, him. I know he doesn't – we don't. We never see him doing anything productive. But if that final conversation that he has with his parents before he gets the job at Coffee Bucks, back when he's, you know, he thanks them for caring, that says a lot. You know, he is at the very least has a good head on his shoulders. Now I feel like his description of the irons that he had in the fire hit a little too close yeah. to home for me. Really, like which one? Oh, like uh, making an animated web series, kickstarting wow. an app. It's like mm-hmm. anyone. A, a lot of people, you know, in our generation, uh, we're. I feel like the first generation that we've that you can have. You don't need to have a career to have a career. We. It's just been proven between. Mark Zuckerberg launching yes, Facebook. Exactly. You know, um, you know, directors and actors popping out of the woodwork on YouTube. The fact is, a lot of kids get it into their head that all you need is one good idea. Yeah. And then you don't have to work a day in your life. Well, there's so much technology now and it and we're kind of on the the brink of it. There's yeah. new apps coming about, everything's internet based now. So it's like if you can get that really good idea and patent it right. and get it rolling, you could be a billionaire. Right. And but, we're all kind of hoping for that. I know, and that's the problem right there is that Travis, I don't think he's the one with that idea. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't I, I, I don't think he's that guy. I do think that he could learn to make a decent cup of coffee at Coffee Bucks and someday become a photographer, you know. But Sure. But But that's not necessarily a lucrative career either. Not necessarily. So where is he going to live? I don't know. Well, I'm wondering if this is going to push some kind of uh, Lori Travis cohabitation uh. discussion, putting it on the books a little bit too early in their relationship. Are you getting to early predictions? Is that what's happening? I, I might be I jumping ahead you. a little bit. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, we'll, we'll save that. Uh, I uh, I thought it was very funny how uh, how, Jules got, how Jules got Bobby in- involved. I liked uh, the scared straight sequence, especially because it led us to Grayson's scared straight voice. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, which was great. Uh, and Jules's reaction was great. Like, can, can we can we do that later? She went no. cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first time I was unattracted to Grayson, <laughs> and she was most attracted to him. Yeah. He got like creepy cross-eyed and made weird noises. Well, I mean, it's a little weird. Cross eyes aside, you know. Uh, in every relationship, sex needs to evolve. Sure. And, you know, bringing in a role play <laughs> a where... A cross-eyed character. Yeah, the cross-eyed, almost sea captain-ish <laughs> prisoner, yeah. uh, you know, who's going to teach her a lesson about who owns their cell. You know, maybe it's more about the lesson and the feeling of, you know, not being in control than it is about the cross I see you're going with this, Matt. Yeah. You're kinky. I Listen, every, <laughs> I'm not kinky. I'm just smart. <laughs> 
I just understand that, like all things, Charles Darwin said, you know, you evolve or you get left behind. Uh, and uh, exactly, oh, the more music. you know. Uh, yeah, you evolve or you get left behind. Grayson and Jules's marriage evolves, and so thusly does their sex life. Mm. Travis has evolved from the person that he was in season one. Even, you know, going back to last season, he's still, he's growing up, he's a very mature kid. You know, sometimes uh, children of divorce, you you can you can go one of two ways. Either you're supremely grounded, almost uh, to the point where you're tightly wound, or you know you splinter off somewhere. And he's someone who's got a very good head on his shoulders. He does. He doesn't have a ton of skills no. right now, but he understands that he's not in a position to live the kind of life that you know he the ideal life. Where well, he's not I working think he's, for a living. I think he's smart enough to learn from his parents' mistakes because, like they said in the show, he spends so much time around adults. So I think he's smart enough to learn, like, okay, my dad's a deadbeat. I mean, yeah. there's the whole penny can thing, but his dad's a deadbeat, and yeah. he doesn't want to go down that road. Yeah. And then also, you know, seeing all these 30 and 40-somethings uh, drinking wine all the time, yeah. all day, every day, it's that if I don't lead an extraordinary life, this is my future, but also it's not a bad future. It just isn't the one that I necessarily want for myself. I think we live extraordinary lives, and here we are mm -hmm. surrounded with wine. Surrounded with wine that Jenna and Virginia didn't amazing. show up to eat, drink. I know. I think, I think so, too. Yes. I think so, too. Peaceful. Pleasant. Wonderful. Okay. Exactly. Uh, I'm just going to talk really quickly about iTunes, and we're going to jump back in. Do it. All right. Folks, folks, people, are you out there? Are you listening? Are you watching? I think you are. We see the, We see that you're watching. Yeah. The we numbers, see that you're listening. Yeah, the numbers are supported by the, the fact that you are listening or watching. So I thank you for doing that. You know, we live in a wonderful, wonderful society where you have the freedom to listen or watch the down and download or stream the podcast of your choice. They're all free, or maybe they aren't all free, but ours are here at AfterBuzz TV. We put out over 60 hours of free content a week. It's a crazy amount of free content, and you get to use it however you want. I can't tell you how to use this podcast. If you can figure out how to use this podcast as a Frisbee and play fetch with your dog with it, I can't tell you not to do that. Instead, all I can say is, how on earth did you do that? That's impossible. But here's the thing. <laughs> In all the time that it could take you to turn this podcast into a Frisbee and go play fetch with it with your dog, you could have reviewed and rated this podcast over a billion times because that will take you a really long time. And reviewing and rating the podcast just takes a second. You just go to iTunes, find the show, slap it with a five-star rating, give us a review. It really means the world. Talk to us. Talk to us. We want to know it's how you like, feel. It's just us here. Yeah. We need you. We're throwing this out into the void. We're shouting into the proverbial canyon, yes. hoping to get an echo back. And these reviews are the echoes, except in this case, the echoes also show our bosses that we're doing a great job. Yeah, so that we we're shouting, fired. shouting into the canyon properly, you know, not getting fired. And, and also it helps keep the show searchable. It supports the network. So help us help you help us. So go to iTunes and like hit that fifth star. Yeah. So um, did you already shout out Stoker Vision? I was about to. Oh. Um. Thank you, Stephen Lemieux, our wonderful engineer. Didn't know you Thanks, had it. Stephen. Yeah. Oh, I, I got it. I got it here. Uh, Stoker Vision writes amazing recap with a period. Wonderful title. I was so stoked to find this podcast. I work late and can never seem to catch the whole show. Thanks for keeping me up to speed. See you next week. 
See, that's what we want from people. Mm-hmm. We, are you going to sneeze? I'm are holding you? in a sneeze. Here, do you want me to smack your face? Does that? Yeah, that... yeah, yeah. Come here. All right, okay. Ah. See? Damn. You absolutely won't sneeze now. What? Yeah, that's that's what happens. Smack okay. that's forehead, Apparently you know? that's a thing. Sneeze. I got smacked and it saved the entire show. So we got some iTunes love. We got a little bit of iTunes love. Yeah, but we could, we could have more. We could use some more. We could use some more. And I would love it if you would give it to us all day long. What? Whoa. Okay. So... Uh, another thing that's going on. Ellie, oh, still there, this sneeze. Come here. Uh, I promise right. it'll go away. Uh, uh, so Ellie is trying to get Stan into Gulf Haven, Gulf Haven Academy. Yeah, the it prestigious is... fancy pants school. Right. And we've seen this story before, this yeah. setup before on sitcom. I've seen this in real life with my sister trying to get her kid into the prestigious fancy pants school. How'd that go? And they're very picky. They, he actually got into a lottery and was chosen for the lottery and was able to Jesus. get in. So, yeah. Vultures. Lottery. They're children. I know. I know. This isn't the Hunger Games. I know. It feels like it. Damn. All right. Well, she's trying to get uh, Stan into – she's trying to get Stan into uh, this prestigious academy. And, um, and you know, she is stressing out about it. Her sitter or her nanny cancels. Cancels, right. And she's looking for jewels to take over. And instead, who should step in but Lori? And Lori's like, no, I can handle it. I, I babysat my 15 foster sibs. I can handle whatever Stan could throw I at me. I don't have children, but I would not trust Lori even with my cats. Not even with your cats? Not even with my cats, she'd, no. Yeah, she'd probably dress them up or dye them a yeah, color or something. Something. But, you know, she she says she's ready. She can handle it. So she goes to babysit Ghost Stan. Well, I so thought we, we were being set up to see Stan. I know. She's like, oh, it's going to be crazy. You're going to babysit him. It's going to be so much fun. And I was like, yes, we're going to have an episode yeah. with Stan. And here's the thing that I love about this show. They set up uh, they set up a premise for an episode that would have been filled with comedy where Lori is trying to take care of this kid and he's outwitting Genius. her. Genius, yes. Right. But instead... Throw that away in favor of something deeply more subversive and uh, have, you know, when Ellie finds out that despite Stan's good test scores, he can't get in because they're waiting out uh, for an alternative family. She just marches right in there and plants one on Ellie's Oh, lips. my gosh. That caught me off guard because the admissions rep was there and she was like, we need, you know, we're looking for families that right. are more alternative or diverse or, so, you know. Yeah. And I thought... I thought Lori was going to come in and say, well, I'm really his mom. I'm a single mom. I can't afford to put him through school. Something like that. So, like, I made up this elaborate thing yes. with this woman. Or, like, even I thought maybe she'd be, like, you know, I'm their live-in mistress. And I, like, I date this couple. And that would be the alternative. Right. Or, like, we're a polygamous family. Right. I thought it was something like that. But I didn't expect them to kiss. And the look on Ellie's face, I think, was the look on everyone else's face yeah. in the audience of just, like, what was that? Yeah. Uh, it was genius, mm-hmm. and it was kind of hot. It was, yeah. yeah they yeah. actually make a really good couple. They do. Well, it's because it's because they have so much animosity. Yeah, it just fuels that sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this is this episode just going to be all sex? I don't advice? know. It's all about sex. It was Valentine's Day recently, it's, right? It's had, just on the brain. All of this We're wine. drinking we have wine. Like nine glasses of oh, wine. Oh yeah, no wonder it's all it's all coming up. It's all it's um, all what it's about. Yeah, but um, obviously Ellie not thrilled. About this development. Well, because now she has to keep it up. Because the admissions rep is like, oh, you guys are lesbians? You're lesbian moms? Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the type of family we're looking for. Exactly. So they have to go to this picnic, and Lori is just playing it up to the hilt. Yeah. Because she knows... 
A to because she wants to help Stan, but B because she knows that it's making Lori re- or Ellie really uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's very rare that Lori gets a position of power in their relationship. Yeah, it was fun. She yeah. was like, come on, touch my hair. Yeah. Tell me I'm pretty. Casual boob grays. Yeah. You know, just everything, everything that a woman wants from another woman. And then, of course, they get in a big chick fight. Oh, totally. Which was kind of fun. It was It was a lot of fun, and it was the natural progression of the story. Um, Ellie was never going to be able to handle this for, for long, and definitely not in any kind of convincing fashion. No. Um, and it led to a wonderful reconciliation at Gray's Pub, which... Uh, I thought they were going to kiss again. I thought so, too, and so did all the men. If not for Tom, Tom ruined it. Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. With his camera. Right. Well, I mean, okay, first rule of peeping, peeping Tom, don't mention the camera <laughs> until they see the camera. Yeah. You big dummy. Say, here I come with the camera, yeah, whatever he's like, he you just, Yeah, yeah. No, just... The camera isn't even here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Which, said. very funny, but not effective in the peeping game. Nope. No. Peeping Tom, fail. Peeping Tom, fail. Mm-hmm. Lori, Ellie, kiss, win. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I always love watching the, those two together, and uh, I liked seeing Lori turn the tables on Ellie. Yeah. You know, it doesn't get to happen enough. It was hot. It was hot. It was very hot. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I've never been in that situation. I was going to be like, Chelsea, in your life, how many times have you f- faked a relationship to to get something that you wanted or to turn the tables on someone? I acted in a film where I had to be a lesbian. Okay. But there was no make-out There scene, was no so make-out. So oh, it's so kind of a bummer. I was yeah. kind of using it as an excuse to have to make out with a girl, but right? it didn't happen. Uh. It's like drunk at a bar mm-hmm. or acting in a film. Those are the excuses to make out with other girls. See, when I was in college... I played spin the bottle with a bunch of folks on the, on our floor and a dude refused to kiss me after a bunch of the girls had already kissed and I was very insulted. Aww. I was just like I was just like hey you man. You wanted to get your Mac on? Well no, it's just like it's just like, you know, bro, what's wrong with me? You know, just man up and mm. kiss me. What the hell? The girls can do it. You wouldn't do it. It doesn't mean anything. You know, I was like, am I too fat? I, no, I think it meant something to you. It meant a lot to me. It meant acceptance. Mm. Okay. Into the gay community. Into the human community. <gasps> oh, right. Because yeah. everyone was, was making out. And, well, I just wanted to be you a just, part of it. You couldn't get some I from that guy. I just couldn't get any. He was just, he was just such a prude. I don't understand. Mm. Anyway, uh, Andy gets kicked out of the house. Yes. Um, because Ellie can't have him around. Because every time he thinks about uh, Stan growing up, he just gets... He turns into he a baby. Down. He cries. Yeah. This happens to men, though. Oh, totally. When they have babies, they become big wusses, mm-hmm. and they cry all the time. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to become a huge wuss and cry all the time, because I love to cry. Yeah, you do? I love to cry, because I only... It takes a lot to get me to cry, and when I do, it only lasts about, like, 30 seconds. And, and then I, it's out? And no, and then, and no, and then I can't cry anymore. I want to be able to let it all out, but I'm like, I'm so repressed that it takes a lot to get any of it out. You got to knock some girls up. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just start having all babies right, well, left and right. Now I know my new mission in life. <laughs> Female so while community. You're, while you're on iTunes. I'm coming for them ovums. It's not, it's not how you say any part of that. No, I'm nope. not sure what an ovum is. An ovum is, is, a, is an egg. It is a female egg, an egg of the female persuasion that one I think it's just would called an turn egg. into. No, it's a female egg that uh, <laughs> a man turns into a, into a child. What is what's the male egg? The called? The male egg is is called a testicle. <laughs> all right, 
Um, so Andy's kicked out of the house. He's sufficiently bummed about it. He goes yeah. to hang out on Bobby's boat, and then Jules kicks him off the boat because he starts crying about Travis growing up. Right. So He's, he's a big wuss, he's, and he's getting kicked out of everywhere. Yeah. So he goes to Gray's pub, and he's, like, really sad. And Gray's like, you know what? Grayson's like, let's have a bro day. That's what my me and my bros would do anytime any of us were down. And we'd go do amazing things, like go to Glo- break into Gloria <laughs> Stefan's house and take a picture with her Grammy. Not which the award, her, her grandma. grandma. Yeah, yeah, which was a great yeah. picture. Um, that was nice. <laughs> and a great story. And, you know, Andy's into it. He doesn't want to call it a bro day. Uh, but he's in whatever he wants. And... They run into Tom, and Tom is about to go shoot a cat video with his cat, Snowball, (laughs) and Andy's like, oh, this is perfect. So they're going to go shoot a cat video, and uh, they start having a bit of a dispute over the artistic direction of this cat video. Yeah, they want to make like a mockery of an old film. Right. Casablanca, but Catablanca. Or instead of cocktail, cat tail. Right. Right. So they they can't come to an agreement on which film they're going to make fun of, right? With and, the cat. Well, uh, what was well even before that, Andy wanted to turn Snowball into a CPA. Yes, like with him. a little briefcase. Yeah, he's like, "This is the funniest thing ever." Grayson's like, "No, the funniest thing ever is if we, he was a, a cat tender, like a bartender, yeah. but a cat." Yeah, and they get on board with that immediately, and that's him kind of opening up to the idea of having fun doing this thing. You know, he wants it to represent his life. He wants to he wants to be represented in this cat video. If he's going to do it, he wants it to be somewhat about him. Yeah. Or to reflect him and his innermost desires. Because he kind of... One of the things that I liked about this episode is it kind of shone a light onto the life choices of everyone in the gang. Because we're talking about what Trav is going to do when he grows up, when or like when he's out of college, and how his life is going to turn out. And, you know... Andy, he's the mayor of town. He's he's a CPA. He's henpecked by his wife, but he's relatively happy. He's got a kid that he loves. That but, we never see, but right. we're assuming is there. We're assuming yes. he's there. Grayson, on the other hand, you know, he's somebody who used to be a model. Now he owns a bar. It's kind of successful. He has a wife who's beautiful, who he but loves. But there's still, like, aspirations he hasn't fulfilled. Like, he exactly. dabbled in the acting and the music stuff. There's right. other stuff he wants to fulfill. Right. And, you know, at the same time, he could sense Jules wouldn't want him to ha- – wouldn't want Travis to have the life that he led. So he's feeling a little vulnerable now, too. And he wants to – he wants to feel that his choices are positive, that they made him feel cool, that he's still relevant – and that's why he's so gung-ho on this cattail thing. Yeah. Um, versus Andy, who just wants to be... At first, he wants it to represent him, but now he just wants to be escapist. And he wants to do something cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. Thankfully, you know, they resolve their differences. I just want to say I love cat videos. I love cat videos, too. I have two cats. You do? Yes. What are their names? Uh, Rango. Great name for Thank a cat. Thank you. Great Thanks, name for a Matt. cat. And a great movie. Continue. And Mia Crime Fighter. Mia Crime Fighter? Yeah, she fights crime in her spare time. That's rad. I know, I right? Love that. Yeah. No, I was uh I was uh, all set to adopt one of my family's cats a few years ago and I was going to name him John McClane. Oh. And then I was going to get a dachshund and name him Hans Gruber and they were going to be best friends and it was going to be die hard all the time in my apartment. 
Um, unfortunately, this then, did not come to pass. Yeah, no, that hasn't happened. Maybe yeah. you can, when you knock up all those ladies, you can name all of your babies after diehard characters. I would not want to do that. That's no? not something to wish upon a child. Are <laughs> no. you crazy? The pressure of that? <laughs> well, it's pressure for a cat, too. They have feelings, man. They don't know that they have names. Yes. Oh, that. Oh, I say me a crime fighter, and she comes running. Um, she knows a series of sounds <laughs> that means. She's smarter than that. Okay, fine. I don't know about you, but I have a list of names that I would give animals if I were to get an animal. I don't know oh. if you had ha- held on to those names well, for have, years or I've not. I've had lots of animals, so okay. I've named them. See, so I'm I, good right now. The I list never is had complete any. now. I, I never had any growing up. So I know I want a, a silver tabby named, J- named James Joyce. Okay. Um, And I want a corgi named Douglas. What's a corgi? What is a corgi? I don't know what a corgi is. What is the matter with you? I, I don't know. Is that a dog or a cat uh, it, it or is, a kangaroo? It is, or it is a the bunny? internet's favorite dog. It is the internet's favorite dog. What? Hands down. It, it's impossibly popular. They're the oh best gosh, dogs. I don't know what this no, is. No, like in the 90s, everyone wanted a golden retriever, right? Like yeah. that was like the dog of the well, moment. What about, well, there's Dalmatians too. Yeah, but I, I never saw anybody get a Dalmatian. I'm That's sorry. That's true. It was just in yeah, the movie. Just for the movie. It was Golden Retriever was popular, but now corgis are everything. No, I have no idea what this looks like. Is it a big dog or a small dog? It is a little bundle of fluff and love. Look at that. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. That's what I'm saying. That's why they're the internet's favorite dog. Oh, he's got little short legs. He's got little stubby legs and big old ears. He's fluffy. He's got big old tiny legs. Is he a blend of something? No, he's a pure breed. It's It's what the queen has. Corgi? The queen of England, yeah. She's got, cor- she's got a corgi? No, or she's like, got multiple corgis. Like a herd Multiple of corgis. corgis. They were the royal dog, but now they're everywhere. I thought the most popular dog was that little, uh, you know, the little fluffy uh, boo. What's that dog's name? What? The cutest dog in the world. Is it a puggle? What is it? No, it's like a Pom-a-poo? Pomeranian. Pomapoo? I might be a Pomapoo. Maybe. Uh, no. No? It's All corgis. Right. Okay, we got to get back. I've seen stuffed animals. Get back on it. topic. Okay. Oh, one last thing we got to address, of course. Uh, is the cat video itself, which we saw at the end of the show tonight. And it was just hysterical and very The well best done. part was the fake paws that were coming up yes. around the cat to, like, be the bartender. And he kept, he kept, he kept tipping over the cocktail tin and it was so going cute. everywhere. It was so cute. And the voice Grayson was doing for the cat sounded was exactly Christopher like Walken, Christopher Walken. Yeah. That was pretty spot on. Yeah. I'm, I'll be really impressed if that actually was Josh Hopkins doing that voice. Okay. It I must, wasn't sure. It could have been Christopher Walken. I don't think that either. Guest voice appearance. Don't think that either. Yeah, probably not. Okay. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. Chelsea early one. I already kind of gave away you did give your my try. prediction, which is that I think there's going to be a uh, a discussion between Lori and Travis about potentially moving in together. Maybe a bit ill-advised. What do you think is coming? I think Travis is moving back home. All right. I think it's happening. I think he's getting fired from the coffee shop. He's moving back home, and he becomes a deadbeat. Okay. That's my harsh prediction for Travis. I love harsh predictions. They're my favorite kind. Chelsea, where can the people find you? On Twitter at Chelsea Earlywine, E-A-R-L-E-W-I-N-E. Okay. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman if you should so desire. And I think that you should because... Frankly, I mean, come on. It's, <laughs> it's me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also follow me on Instagram if you're feeling nasty. Uh, it's Matty Lieberman. Matt, letter Y, Lieberman. 
Um, here all over the place on AfterBuzz TV, Almost Human, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We got uh, this show, Cougar Town, Justified. Uh, two sci-fi shows, Lost Girl and Helix, Banshee on Cinemax. And uh, more stuff coming up all the time. And the Sherlock After Show, of course. Uh, we're taping one of those tonight, another one tomorrow. Really, really great stuff. And if you're in L.A. and you love live comedy, you can come see me perform at the I.O. West Comedy Theater on Hollywood Boulevard, 6366 Hollywood Boulevard. I'm doing uh, two shows this week. Thursday night at 11 p.m. is a sketch cage match uh, on the main stage. Uh, you should definitely come to that. And if we win that, which I assume we will, because uh, you're going to be there, you can come Saturday night at 11 p.m. for the finals with uh, amazing guest judges. It's going to be a blast. Then I'm also doing a show Sunday, March 9th. That's a Sunday at 9 p.m. Uh, thank you all for listening and watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Absolutely. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here, and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.